You are listening to Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. This is episode 117, Being Visible. My name is Jillian Faldmo, and I teach wellness practitioners the exact steps to find clients and get paid so they can spend less time marketing and more time doing what they love. This is the Grow a Thriving Practice Podcast. Well, hello there. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I'm happy to be here with you today. And uh, I hope that you've enjoyed the last, I don't know how many episodes it's been since I've been having a biofield tuning instructors on um, the podcast. Let's see, I think five episodes of biofield tuning instructors. Um, I don't know if I just said practitioners or instructors, but oh my gosh, it's been so fun. And I've just experienced so much growth um, since those interviews and um, speaking with them. So uh, I hope that you have enjoyed them. And if you haven't listened to them, I think you will, whether you're a biofield tuning practitioner or not. Uh, Maybe you can hear my dog in the background. Have you been having, those of you with pets, have you been having pet issues lately? I swear there must be something in the stars because around pets, I don't even know if that's a thing, but it feels like everything that could have gone wrong with the animals has actually not everything, but it's just, it's been a lot. You know, I have three dogs and I have two cats. The cats are just like, you barely know they're here. Um, but the dogs have just been into trouble. Oh my goodness. We've been to the emergency vet several times and, uh, well, I do not like when my dogs are not, not doing well. I, I tend to go into panic mode. They're like my children. So, um, thankfully everybody's okay, but man, we've had a run of it. Oh my gosh. Anywho, Uh, so today we are talking about being visible and this is an important topic, I think, because number one, it's so uncomfortable for so many of us wellness practitioners. I mean, I am right there with you, but it is pretty essential when it comes to building trust and connecting with potential clients. Um, And I experienced this with myself and I see so many of my clients' um, experiences, my coaching clients, you know, wanting, wanting to grow the business or grow the practice, but really hesitating when it comes to being seen. And so I just want to talk about this today. Number one, to really normalize it, to say, hey, I'm right here with you, um, and to hopefully inspire you to um, to take more steps to be visible and embrace visibility, um, so that you can grow your practice if that is what you want. So some of the common fears we have and, and reservations, um, we have as wellness practitioners, uh, when it comes to being visible are, well, number one, I'm going to hear so often among, uh, you know, our group and others is, that fear of being seen. And I think really what that is, is a fear of rejection, a fear of um, not being liked, a fear of embarrassment, 
fear that somebody might think you're a fraud, just basically like fear of disconnection, right? And um, I think that that is completely normal uh, as a human being to have those kind of fears. Um, there's probably some types of people out there that just don't have that and their life experiences have gotten to them themselves to this place where maybe they don't, but maybe underlying, you know, there is some sort of insecurity there. I don't know. <laughs> but I think this goes for most of us when, you know, we, ha- we have this fear of um, disconnection and kind of being isolated, right? When we are seen, when we're standing either in front of a crowd and we're, um, we're, we're placing ourselves outside of the group when we do that. So very normal. Um, and I think it's inherent in us to not feel comfortable around that. And then I think there's this effort piece too. It, it takes effort to be visible. And I think that's where I get kind of hung up. Um, maybe I'm sure I have some um, fears around you know, visibility and, uh, you know, maybe some story there around not being good enough, but I'll I'll tell you a story, uh, just about this morning, you know, my husband and I were talking about growing my business and, uh, he's, he says, I've been telling you for at least a year, how to grow your business. And that is to connect with schools and have them become affiliates and have them refer to their students to you. And I said to him, I said, I, you know, I know, but that just feels like effort to me. It just feels hard. I don't really feel like doing it. And, um, and he's like, yeah, you just want to grow your business, you know, from what you're doing. Like, yeah, of course I do. That feels easy. What I'm doing feels easy right now. I'm in my comfort zone. Right. Especially, you know, doing this podcast. I think I was nervous at first doing the podcast because I felt more visible. But now that I'm doing it more, it just feels like a normal part of my weekly routine. I feel comfortable. And going beyond that comfort zone feels hard, right? So we can really understand and have compassion for ourselves when we're not wanting to be more visible. And maybe I should explain what I mean by being visible. I mean, like being, well, connecting with schools, for example, connecting with other um, providers um, as far as offline goes. Um, Let's see, like public speaking, sharing expertise in local events or organizations, um, hosting workshops, right? Maybe doing some in-person sound healing events or anything that would be like in front of a group. Um, And then online, like reels, right? Those are really in right now, by the way. Like uh, besides doing paid ads, reels are the best way to be seen by people who aren't already following you. So reels, videos, podcasting, um, connecting with your audience through storytelling of your own experience, right? That's all about becoming more visible. And when we're not willing to really step into that, 
and do that, we're kind of hiding behind the computer or we're hiding in our practice, kind of wishing things would grow. But if we're not in front of the people, they're not going to know that we exist. So can really hold back our business growth and really hinder opportunities for our connection with potential clients and people that we would just love to serve. And that would be that they would benefit from us. So yes, so let's just acknowledge that, extend some compassion to ourselves, that we are going to have discomfort around that. And that discomfort is a natural part of growth and expansion. And I'm talking to myself here, I need to take some steps too. So some of the things that we can do to shift our mindset around this and to really embrace vulnerability and um, view our visibility in a way that's going to um, serve us is that how is it also going to serve our potential clients? When we take the focus off of ourselves and put the focus on the people that we can really help it really helps to put that us more in that service mindset. When we are self-focused, we're entertaining the self-doubt, the insecurity, the fear, but when we're focused on them and we're in that place of service, we're in a place of authenticity and love and caring, right? And just, we have that, that you know, uh, attitude of I can help, okay? So it's really important that we step even just a little outside our comfort zone and embrace some of these growth opportunities. And one of the ways to do that is to just start with something small, just right. So maybe for me, I'm not going to reach out to like 10 different schools, but maybe I'll find one school. I think that's what I actually do in my mind. I go, because when my husband goes, we just need to connect with all the schools, my mind goes, all the schools. Ah. <laughs> and so maybe I just need to focus on one school, right? I know that there's a massage therapy school here, right in Bend. And so that feels to me like, hmm, ah, that's manageable. That's a small step. I can work with that. So what would be a small and manageable step for you to gradually expand your comfort zone into being more visible. Maybe it's, you know, playing with one reel. And I will say people on social media and if they're looking at your website and stuff, they want to see you. They want to see who is this person that says that she can help me. Can I connect with her? So, so important for them to see your face. Now, there's always risk involved, right? There's always risk that we're going to be rejected, embarrassed, all that. If you knew that the way to having the practice of your dreams, having the business of your dreams, where you're making all the money you want to make, where you have the lifestyle that you love, where you're helping the people that you love, if you knew that the path to that was a few experiences of rejection, of embarrassment, would you do it? I think that's a really good question to ask yourself. If I asked myself that question, if, if I would say yes, because you know what, we're going to experience those emotions anyway, <laughs> whether we create them for ourselves or it's part of like a circumstantial thing that happens. And, you know, we can argue that we, we, we do create our own emotions, but when we create the experience of rejection ourselves, because 
we are rejecting ourselves for not taking action, for not being visible, for not, right? We're, we're rejecting our own gifts. We're rejecting our skills and um, our value that we can put out into the world. Whereas if we risk rejection from others, we know we're out there, you know, putting ourselves forward, putting our gifts forward, knowing our value, right? And I feel like the rejection from others in that case, when you think about it like that, you can you can navigate that, right? Whereas you're constantly, if you're constantly rejecting yourself, that's really a harder thing to untangle. <laughs> now, you've probably heard me say this before, that success is built on a pile of failures, right? So we're always learning from our quote unquote mistakes. We're learning from our failures in order to get to that place of success. And that really is the success mindset is to see failure as learning. Like you don't even have to call it failure, just call it learning. If something doesn't work out the way you had hoped it would, you learned, right? What was the lesson? And of course, practice self-compassion. That's something that I've been practicing uh, in the last few months is self-compassion. I've been listening to meditations by Kristen Neff, who's a self-compassion expert, and they are awesome. so much has changed in my life since then. And um, yeah, I'm just getting to kind of a, a new level in in my life and in my business. And it's very enjoyable. I am loving it so much. So check her out, Kristen Neff, um, Self-Compassion. Just Google it and you'll be taken to probably her meditations. All right, so hopefully I've helped you to um, understand why it's difficult to be to be visible, to be more visible, but also understand why it's important to be more visible um, with your practice and your business. Uh, If you can see that discomfort as a place of a growth edge and then lean into that growth edge and lean into that discomfort by taking some actionable steps, you will cultivate resilience for yourself. You will become stronger, you will become more skilled, and you will achieve what you've been wanting to. If you want to share some success stories with me around this, around being visible, I would love to hear them. You can email me at me at jillianfaldmo.com. All right, my friends, go out there and be seen. I love you all. Bye-bye. Are you a wellness practitioner that wants to grow your business, but you're feeling confused, overwhelmed, maybe even doubtful? Well, let's get you out of that emotional rut and turn those emotions into the fuel that will grow your business. Get the Harness Your Emotional Awareness to grow your business free roadmap at jillianfaldmo.com. Thank you.